Hello, everybody. My name is Matthew J. Walsh, and I am the host of the Over Heaven Podcast, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast. So, what is all this? It's a JoJo podcast, but do you have to be familiar with JoJo? No. I'm going to be having a variety of guests who have absolutely no idea what is going to be going on, who have not read or watched JoJo, and are going to be part of the experience as well. And I'm going to also try to keep as many big spoilers out of the way as possible, so that it is enjoyable for anybody who has seen it, or has read it, and for people who also haven't as well. But what is this episode specifically? I wanted to make a episode zero of sorts, something to be able to not only take a look back on a lot of things that have led up to this point, specifically the release of part six, but to also talk about personal opinions that, that are going to come, as well as personal experiences, and a lot of what you can expect from this show moving forward. So first, I want to talk about all of the Stone Ocean events that led up to December 1st. So, at the around the end of 2020, we got the announcement that there was going to be a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure of the Animation special event called the Joestar Inherited Soul event, and that it was going to be on April 4th, 2021. The, quote, biggest event in the history of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the animated series. So, this is what we were waiting on for a while. And... They promoted it a lot on Twitter and, uh, you know, all of their official websites and social medias, and it was a big thing to get excited for. It was going to be a live streaming event, but the one hang-up for a lot of people was that tickets to watch were going to be $40. That got some people a little off guard, but whether or not it was worth it, we'll, we'll keep talking and we can... We could talk about that. A lot of people were very excited, hoping to get some sort of confirmation for part six. I mean, for uh, some parts have had some hints of, well, of course, we're going to this part next, whether it be seeing Jotaro at the end of part two or it being seeing the sign for 2001 in one of the part four openings. But we have gotten no confirmation for part six at all up to that point. And a lot of people were a little... I think we all knew it was going to come, but I think people were still a little bit desperate for any information or just wanted something. So not only seeing this event, it was an event that was supposed to be celebrating all of the protagonists. And we got some great art, the memes that have come across of just the protagonists just sitting in chairs. (laughs) Uh, Those have been absolutely amazing. And uh, for that, we were looking forward to April 4th. And so the big day came around, and it was the event was weird. There were a lot. Uh, there was a lot of behind the scenes talk, which you know, great. And there was a lot of uh, performances from the voice actors, which is also really cool. But one thing that really sucked for a lot of overseas viewers was that the event was supposed to have live translations, and it did. Except these live translations were very, very bad. Just for a example of some of the live translations, I grabbed a few just to be able to talk about my favorite ones. And while a lot of them don't have any punctuation because they're being translated live, my three favorite ones were 
About Jojo, maybe I put too much emphasis and I want to eat pasta with Coke to swallow it. Another one that was also a really good one. Hot scenes. So the five golden script we have, okay. So we had that Jose Jose Bizarre Adventure. Uh, and then my favorite one, Chikorita 2 Rent Scene. Is this one okay? So this is sick. And see John Cena versus Diavolo, King of Crimson. <sighs> These were amazing. Whether it be us now being able to look forward to King Crimson versus John Cena, or what it was, there was a lot of uh, there was a little bit of backlash. Uh, people were upset. People were upset that they paid forty dollars to watch an event with this. And uh, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. As the event went on, we got some small things. They all of the previous voice actors for all of the previous JoJo's then welcomed on Farazai which is the actress who is going to be voicing the part six protagonist, Jolene Cujo, which was really nice. And she talked and she talked about how she used to be a, or she is a very big fan and how she used to even just fan dub the manga and going from that and now being in the anime itself was crazy. And it's actually really nice. A lot of the time hearing a lot of the, people that work behind the scenes, whether it be animating, directing, all of those things, or even voice acting, all of these people being huge fans of the things that they are working on, because you know that they're going to be really passionate about it. I mean, it almost reminds me of these vo the voice actor for Jotaro, uh, Daisuke Ono, who not only gets to be the voice of the poster boy of Jojo, but he goes on, I believe he said that all of the money that he makes from voicing Jojo, he spends on Jojo merch, which is just hilarious. But knowing that these people are really passionate about the projects means to me that we know that it's going to be really good and a lot of fun. And they're going to put a lot of thought and effort into it. As they've shown with each season of the animation, getting better and better. Not to say the beginning isn't great, because the beginning is great, but the animation has only continued to just grow and become so much better. But getting a bit ahead of myself. We got that. We have an actress for Jolene. And then we got a trailer of sorts. I don't want to say animated because we got some we got some stills of the previous protagonists with Jotaro's theme, which then led to a picture of Jolene. And so Jolene.png was born. And that was all we got. We got, hey, Jolene exists, and here will be the voice. And for some people, that was good. That was that was great. You know, they got what they wanted, uh, especially if they understood Japanese. But I know for a lot of other people, it was very upsetting. It was not because of, of what they released, but because they felt like they had been a bit cheated when they spent $40 to watch this kind of event, and they barely understood what happened. And then there wasn't that big of an announcement. There was no date. There was no no expected time release. Um, 
there wasn't even an immediate like I guess it's a confirmation like part it's coming we're working on it but it wasn't anything that for them could excuse a $40 ticket some people thought well you know if you were to compare it to let's say going to a convention or a big event like that where they would have other things and then that there in person they would show that event rather than doing it online during the pandemic but instead they just charge everybody $40 and at the same time why didn't they just pre-record it especially they wanted it to be live and have these these live translations but if they pre-recorded it and had it be something like a direct or just like a, an online announcement going out at that time. They could still stream something that's been pre-recorded, but it, I don't know. I was in a weird place where I paid $40 for the ticket, like very last minute. I didn't know if I was going to watch it or not because I knew that it was going to be very late at night and I was already very exhausted that day. <laughs> And so I stayed up late to watch the event, and then it turned out I did the math wrong on what time it was starting in my time zone, and that it wouldn't start for even another few more hours. So I decided I'd go to sleep, set an alarm, and then I'll wake up then. Alarm went off. Of course, I didn't get up, and I went back to sleep, and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll check Twitter in the morning. And I am kind of glad that I did. Um, at the same time, I didn't utilize my $40 ticket, but for the amount of enjoyment I have gotten out of this series, they can have it. I'm not upset. It was uh, very weird. I, I understand people's, people's anger, but uh, as, as we look at the things to come after, we'll, we'll see how it, how it has gone on. So, after the Inherited Soul event, we got a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime special program at Anime Expo Light on July 3rd. And uh, with, you know, of course, with all of these big events, you know, a lot of promotion, them tweeting, you know, like, make sure you watch until the very end. And they shared the same PNG, as we've been calling it, this picture of Jolene. And uh, August 8th was announced. And I think that was also something people were really annoyed with. You know, and now we are at August 8th, going from April to August just one picture of Jolene going around the internet and nothing else. So, August 8th, we get the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean New Information Lifting Event Details Announcement. They had this full stream where they... Uh, I believe this was the one where they had the voice actresses for Jolene, Hermes, and Foo Fighters. And then they dropped a trailer... And this was something that was, I think was really needed. And we got to our first look at what part six was going to look like, what it was going to feel like. And people were really excited. And after that was the event Road to Stone Ocean, which was on November 8th. And it was a Netflix event. So we had a picture. We knew some of the cast and we had a trailer and we knew that it was going to come out at some point in December. And when I heard December, I just immediately figured, okay, end of December is where we should be looking at. November 8th just came out and just said, you know what, we're just going to give you everything. 
Uh, they already came out saying, you know, it's going to be featuring a performance of Jolene's theme by the composer Hugo Kano. So we could stop going on YouTube and listening to the same version of Jolene's theme that everybody just stripped from the trailer that was only like a minute and something long. And we also got a performance of other songs from JoJo, and like that performance that I was just talking about was remixed with other themes. And then we also got another talk session with those three voice actresses as well. And we got a lot released after that. We got a lot released on Twitter. We got a lot of pictures of the main characters and not necessarily their reference sheets. I don't want to call them that. More so their character art and what they're looking like. And, you know, you've seen those for other characters. Usually they're the ones that are turned into cardboard cutouts and things like that. But that's what there is. And we got to see Weather Report, Anasui. We got to see Emporio. We got to see these other characters that, you know, we got glimpses of in the trailer as well. But we got to see their full art from head to toe, which was great. And then not only on top of that, but they dropped three more trailers. So four in total, and they did this both on YouTube and on Netflix. And on top of that, we got a lot of new information. Not just a vague release of December 2021, it was going to be coming out on December 1st of 2021 on Netflix exclusively. And that, it was going to be the first 12 episodes of the anime, all on Netflix. And then after that, on January 7th, the series will begin releasing weekly in Japan and on other services. But when it starts releasing weekly in Japan, it's going to start from episode 1 and then continue on that way. Okay, weird, exclusive... Exclusive Netflix thing. Netflix wants a little bit of exclusive... 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 Exclusivity. Netflix wants you to buy their things. Give them money. That's what Netflix wants. And not only on top of that, but at the same time, we are going to have both a dub and a sub out at the same time. So you will be able to watch both on December 1st. All 12 episodes released in one big batch. And I think this was a lot. People were excited. There had been some leaks up to this point. Some things were leaked, uh, I think especially more so on Netflix's side, where people were sharing images. Apparently people were able to find out what the opening and ending song were, which I have been lucky enough to avoid. But other than those things, it has been... That has mostly been the journey. Right now, this episode is being recorded and set to come out on Friday, November 26th. And on Sunday, November 28th, there is going to be a pre-streaming event happening. That's going to be streamed on the Warner Brothers Anime Channel, where they... I don't know exactly what they're going to stream, but they say there's going to be no English subtitles. So, for me, I... they're probably going to show the first episode. It, for me, I feel like by the time this next episode comes out, or, I mean, two days later, the full episode is going to be out, both subbed and dubbed in English, so it didn't feel necessary to have that first and then release this, But because I, the next episode we're going to be reacting to the first episode anyway. But I just wanted to mention it, of course, too. 
So that's been all the events leading up to the release. And it's caused a lot of weird mixed feelings. There are a lot of people who were maybe upset with the, uh, the how information was being released about Stone Ocean at first, whether it be paying that $40 for the Inherited Soul event or not getting any newer information for a while, having nothing but this picture of Jolene for a while. I mean, of course, we made jokes and we made memes, but for a lot of people, that was all that we had for a bit. And uh, I think that the fandom was a little bit mad at first, but overall, I think it's just excitement. Even though some of the events might have hurt them a little bit, so much has dropped by now that they have moved on. Personally, I think they could have paced the release of information and the uh, hyping of this kind of stuff a lot better, but not my job. <laughs> people have what they want now, and people are excited. Some people think that a lot of the hype has gone down over time, which could mostly be caused by there not being a lot of information to people at the very beginning, and then having to wait so long, and having that drought of information and people falling off, and then everything kind of coming in maybe near the end, and being like, oh, okay, I'm excited. And then also a whole batch of episodes feeling very weird. I think that uh, I'm excited, at least. And I think once the episodes come out, people are going to be excited and people are going to talk about it. And people are going to want to make discussions about it. And it's going to keep being talked about. So I think it'll be fine. But like I said, we're getting a batch of episodes, which people are iffy about. And even I'm iffy about for very specific reasons. So that means that Weekly JoJo is no more, at least for now. It is unclear if... Netflix is going to release these 12, and then once they start releasing weekly in Japan, if then once Japan releases episode 13, then episode 13 goes up on Netflix, and then 14, and then 14 at the same time, or will Netflix then be dropping another batch of episodes? What is going to happen? It's unclear. But what is clear is that there's no more, there's no weekly. There is, we watch 12, we're going to all watch 12 episodes in one night and binge it all, unless you have some kind of extreme self-control, which I don't know how you will do. But I think that it, I mean, of course, I'm extremely grateful to have all of these and there are pros to be able to watch all of these at once, to be able to see arcs or fights that take two, maybe even three episodes, be able to all happen at once and not have to have, you know, wait in between weeks for that to happen, it creates, it, there is no longer a weekly excitement about it. There is no longer, a, I feel it used to be, especially within a fandom, a weekly thing to really look forward to. And uh, it also felt like when each episode would come out, we had a full week to to analyze it, like to to like savor this one weekly episode before we were given another one. And uh, even though you we might not have liked that, and we might not have liked having only one episode a week, and we wish we had more, being able to enjoy that one episode and savor it, and be able to notice all of the smaller details that we wouldn't have noticed originally if we were just watching through them all, little things in the animation. Or you can bet that when I watch the first episode, I'm not going to be as... I mean, maybe I will be for this podcast, but if I were just an audience member, I wouldn't be as 
I wouldn't be paying as much attention to things like the opening sequence or things like smaller animation that happens in the background, things like that, that could affect things down the road or could be smaller things that turn into bigger things or could just be like extra work that is being put in. We're going to kind of rush through it. And then I think that's really going to affect the audience and the way that they pace the Stone Ocean and the way that the pacing feels. Because on one hand, I get it. Netflix is trying to get you, everybody to come their way and everybody watch the first 12 episodes and then maybe go back to the official way of watching it. But if you watch the first 12 on Netflix, then you might be compelled to watch the rest on Netflix. But when people watch those first 12 episodes... If you have to wait a few months before a new episode after that, pacing is going to be so off and so weird to you. It's going to feel like so much happens so quickly at once, and then there's this huge break in between. And of course, like, I'm not saying that it'll be like, oh, like, real time went by in the show. I'm not, I'm not saying anybody is like that. I'm saying that from a digesting point of view, it just might feel weird. And when it is weekly, it is a very consistent feeding to the audience. But with this like huge gap in between, it can be really weird. And I've seen some shows that maybe if somebody were to complain like, oh, we only get an episode every so often. And especially if there is maybe an episode that is more of a filler kind of episode. Not that I think that there's really much filler in JoJo, more so using it as a a straw man kind of work. So creating a straw man kind of argument that if a show has a filler kind of episode, if there's a huge gap of time in between those, then what the hell? Why aren't we focusing on the main story or things like that? But if you are able to binge it, or even if it's more weekly, like you know for certain when the next one is going to come out, then, well, I'm not going to harp on this thing as much because I know when more is coming. I know that it this it isn't just this. I know there will be more, and I think that it's it's going to really affect that pacing. And then on top of that, the fact that it's through Netflix, Netflix has shown that with its anime, it's not always the best with subtitles. I mean, I even think of previously when because they're trying to get all of the previous parts of JoJo onto Netflix because they were very behind, but they're trying to get them all onto Netflix as soon as possible by December 1st. They put Par 5 up a while ago. And uh, there was a meme going around about how they changed one of the lines of when Giorno is talking to a bunch of girls and Giorno says, sorry, but, you know, I'm not interested in anyone right now. Or I'm just not interested in general. And in the Netflix subtitle, it was changed to, sorry, but there's only one girl for me. The, uh, spoilers, there is no uh, immediate one girl. There is no romantic interest. What is what is happening? What, who who is this mystery girl that now every Netflix watcher is going to be wondering for the rest of part five? I I don't know. It's going to be weird. I'm hoping through this show I can try to compare and contrast some of these, even between the dub and how the manga translated a lot of things. But we will we will see. But overall, I am really really excited. I think that a lot of the fights are going to be heightened by the animation, because the animation is something that I think I'm the most excited about. Like, I can already feel it's going to be the best animated season so far, which 
isn't like, whoa, that's a crazy statement. Every season, I think, has been better animated than the last one. And you can see it. And I think a lot of people's thoughts on Part 6 are also going to get a lot better. I think that a lot of people speed read Part 6. And I think a lot of smaller details don't get as much attention. I think that a lot of people end up then forgetting a lot from Part 6. And uh, not noticing as many little things. I think there's going to be people who, you know, I've read Stone Ocean, I have it in my personal ranking, and uh, this and that. And uh, they're going to then watch the anime and be like, I don't remember that happening. I don't remember that happening. I'm going to tell you now that you are going to see some people complain like, wow, David Productions added a lot to this. But then if you go back, it was in the original, and everybody just forgot it was there. I mean, I think about, I read part six all in one night without sleeping, and I didn't, I I mean, I'll talk about this more as the podcast goes on, but I had very mixed feelings about it. And then the more that I digested it, and the more I went back to it, and more so took it in in a better pacing, rather than trying to, like, swallow it all at once, I liked it a lot more. And it's that pacing that I think is going to to help it a lot. I, I, and I don't even mean episode by episode. I mean moment to moment, scene by scene. Because when you make a manga, you are not in control of how quickly the people read it. And it's really hard to get across the exact tone and feeling that you want with each scene and fight. And I think the anime is going to explore a lot of that. I think that a lot of the fights, abilities, and events are going to be really heightened by animation, music, color, <laughs> voice acting, and being able to have those extra elements is really going to enhance a lot of the scenes and a lot of the things from Part 6. So even if Part 6 isn't one of your favorite parts, I think that it's going to be a version that is going to be a lot better than the manga. Of course, you're going to have people like, the manga is the better counterpart, of course, in any situation. And yeah, while it might be the, I guess, more canon version, it is uh, the anime is always going to be a lot more engaging. It's going to be easier for people to enjoy. For a good reason. There's so much more going on than just reading a manga. It is... In your face, it is loud, and it's and as loud as JoJo is, and it's going to be really, really great. Otherwise, of course, there is the worry about the pacing of the batch release, and the then what will be the weekly release after that, question mark? But that's part of the reason that I wanted to do a show like this. I want to be able to take a look at one of the episodes and talk about it. Do that deep dive that we'd still be able to do if it were coming out weekly. And I want to be releasing these each Friday. So for example, I want this episode zero to come out Friday, November 26th, the Friday before it releases. And then, of course, we have the release of Stone Ocean on Wednesday, December 1st, which is also my birthday. So... Of course, my priority will be watching Stone Ocean. And then on Friday, December 3rd, we're going to have our first episode out with a special guest. And I will continue to keep having guests on. And each Friday, each JoJo Friday, I want to continue that tradition of having something to look forward to. And having a space to be able to talk about those things and the things about JoJo that are great. 
and I want to have passionate people on, whether it be passionate about how much they enjoy and love the series, or passionate about just how confused they are about what the fuck is going on. I think that, that that's exactly what I want to do. I want to be able to have a space where we can enjoy it and not just be somewhere where we're just going to shit on other people, shit on the show. Uh, the only reason you'll see us ever shit on somebody is if they're really an asshole. I'm not trying to do that here. I want to be able to have a space to just gush about the thing that at least I love and I think a lot of other people love and a lot of other people really enjoy. It is this... I mean, it is this thing that kind of takes over your brain a little bit. I'm, this is a, oh, it's such a weird series. I remember when I first started watching it, I don't think that there has been a series since. I mean, I've, I've played video games. I've watched other shows and movies where you begin to hyper-focus on something and it becomes something that you think about constantly, especially like uh, when you finish it or you beat that video game and you think about it all the time and it is just something that you just can't get over and how much you love it. I love that feeling. And then, of course, you move on to the next thing. It's the same way as when people like myself will listen to the same song on loop over and over and over and over again until they're sick of it. And I do exactly that. But I feel like JoJo has just continued to be so strange and have pockets to explore and discuss. And you might call those pockets plot holes, but plot holes are just pockets for the audience to put their own ideas and thoughts. Never mind. And it's just something that has been this thing that, oh, I'm going to like think about this a lot and then I'll move on to the next thing. And you just you just never do. At least that's how my experience has been. And I want to share that passion and that experience with you guys. So I've gone on a lot of tangents and I've talked about a lot. And I talked about this show and what I want to do with it and how I want it to be something for you guys to look forward to and something for us to talk about with these episodes. I'm so excited. <laughs> I look at like the way that some of the minor characters have been changed just so funny. We'll talk about that when we get there. We're going to talk about all of the characters when we get there. I am going to try to be as spoiler-free as possible. Of course, there are some things because part six is this penultimate part, unlike some other parts where you can go in blind and not know anything and still enjoy a lot of the story. I think part six has a lot of things that you might need to know from some other parts, so it might be hard to avoid some of those things. But otherwise, I want to try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible, at least when it comes to future events in Part 6, things like that. When something happens in the episode, though, we're still going to discuss it. So if you are a anime only, or you have read through the whole manga, or you haven't watched the show before, and you just like me, because you like me, I don't know, then I would I would love to have you listen and have you be a part of this experience and uh, something that I would love to look back on one day and be like, oh my god, that was so exciting when when we were so excited about that thing and part six and when that was happening and, and uh, this part of my life. So I hope that you guys will be a part of it. And uh, I hope you guys will enjoy all the special guests that we have on. The Over Heaven Podcast is a part of Team Chaos Productions. 
What does that mean? That means that we are part of this big podcasting family where we have a bunch of other shows that where we talk about a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm also a part of. We have another podcast called Doc of Shing where we talk about Total Drama Island. We have another podcast called Table Party where we play tabletop role-playing games or The Gaming Coop where we talk video games and the virtual ball boys where they talk about video games and football a lot of a lot of other stuff that you could check out but that it's it's just exciting so i'm gonna have a a guest from one of those other shows come on next week where we're going to be talking about episode one and i am i'm so excited i hope to see you guys there thank you and i'll see you guys next week goodbye The Overheaven Podcast is a part of Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Overheaven Pod or at Team Chaos Pods. Or we're also on Instagram at Team Chaos Productions. See you again soon.